Newsmaker Line standing by. Uh, she is the state uh, uh, senator uh, down in Indianapolis uh, for a great large portion of Fort Wayne, and it's Liz Brown. Uh, senator, good afternoon to you, ma'am. How are you? Good. Thanks, Pat, for having me on today. Yep. It was nice seeing you uh, the other day for the uh, for the march, and uh, she was yeah. part of the uh, March for Life. And, and let me say to everybody with you here, uh, Senator, that I said to you then, um, I don't know that I have ever been more proud, more um, taken back, whatever, you know, more just totally astounded uh, by the way that you stood your ground last year uh, toward the end of the year in front of the entire Senate. We were having debates on life issues. I don't know that I've ever seen anybody take such a stand um, for life right there, right in front of God and everybody, knowing that a lot of people in the chamber were going to be against you, and you didn't let that deter you, not even one little bit. Well, thank you very much. I mean, it's it's an issue, obviously, I'm passionate about, and uh, I'm not afraid to stand up and, and uh, tell people. And I think we, we got a lot of support, and it's important for people to continue to make sure that the uh, the other side understands that we're not going to back down. Yeah. And and you know that I'm genuine when I say that stuff to you now, because your husband used to be my cardiologist, but he's not anymore. So so I'm not no. doing it for personal health reasons. Okay. That's right. No bias. No. Yeah. I, di- I didn't get a chance to say hi to him, and I felt bad about it because you guys were across the room from me Saturday, but I did see him. Yes. So will you pass along to him that I said hi? I will. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Senator, my reason for wanting to have you on, please talk to me a little bit about SB 83 and a little bit about the story of Millie Park. Yes. Uh, last year, actually, a local reporter here in Indianapolis, Steve Brown, with the Fox affiliate, uh, asked me. It turned out that this awful uh, story happened, and it, and it wasn't a crime that she was stalked by a violent ex-boyfriend. And uh, literally, she was trying to get away from him. Uh, secretly and stopped at a gas station and he literally arrived in seconds and almost killed her because he had placed a GPS stalking type or GPS tracking device on her car unbeknownst to her. And that obviously what he did was a crime, but actually putting that on her car was not a crime. And so my bill would make that a crime, not just putting it on your car, but then these other things like air tags and even apps that maybe someone downloads without permission on your phone, that would all be illegal. Obviously, we're exempting parents who want to keep a track on their children, but that's different. Yeah, well, yeah, let's get back, if we can, to common sense. I mean, if this is an ex-boyfriend and he became an ex either because he chose to, she chose to, they both chose to, it was amicable, it was not amicable, whatever reason, and it seems to me that she did not want to reopen any kind of a relationship with him, so he decided... He was going to put her in a position electronically where she was going to have to come to grips and face him uh, right to his face. And this is uh, incredible to me. Well, this story in particular was particularly egregious and awful because he was showing up at restaurants where she worked. Oh, boy. Because she didn't realize he had that. And she had protective orders. So, but the awful part about it is if she had not had a protective order, if some man, woman, um, you know, just someone wants to put this on a car now and they don't come near you, but they can track you with an air tag or device, it's not illegal. 
which is very disturbing. Obviously, if you're stalking and you get a protective order, he was breaking those orders. But the fact of actually putting this device on someone's person or slipping it in their purse or yep. putting it on their car is not illegal. And this would make it illegal. And, th- you know, that's because we government doesn't catch up with technology all the time. And we need to we need to, to make sure we're on, on top of things with this particular bill. And, and to do this, to attach this to somebody's person or their belongings and to track them against their will without their knowledge, that's enough. But my understanding is starting at the base of her throat. She has a 14-inch scar that runs down the center of her chest, down to her abdomen, and she says, it's a miracle I'm here right now. He did this to her? Yes, yes, he stabbed her. The fact that she is alive is is a miracle. And the fact that she wants to, I mean, that she has been open about this is amazing, and, uh, you know, she needs to be commended. And my understanding is she would like to come and testify in the hearing when the bill is heard. Well, and, and that needs to happen. Uh, I mean, that yeah. genuinely needs to happen. Um, the court order that was put out against uh, him, Ronnie McClure, uh, provided her with no protection at all and has left her rather angry with the Indianapolis Metro Police Department. I don't blame her. Yeah, no. I mean, that's a whole nother. That This bill wouldn't have would have would not have helped in that respect. I mean, she did everything right, you know, going to the police, reporting these all of these incidents, getting a protective order, reporting when he violated. And I think that's a different conversation in terms of actually enforcing a law down here in Marion County where it happened. But fortunately, I don't think we have that issue in Allen County. We, our prosecutors and our law enforcement take these things seriously. But that being said, the fact that you can actually do this to anybody, to a stranger, you know, and follow them around and track their movements, your kids, whatever is disturbing. And hopefully this bill, when it gets a hearing, we'll be able to make sure that doesn't happen. Or if it does, then at least those people can also be subject to criminal penalties. Now, now my understanding is that she was trying to get away um, and she, she goes into this gas station parking lot because of the tracking device. He knew exactly where she was. And before yeah. she could do anything, he was there. She says, I, I was panicking. I was trying to get my car in reverse. But he was yeah. already there. He was already punching me, full-on yeah. punching me. I mean, this I the cannot fathom this happening scary. to one of my daughters. Yes. You, she literally was fleeing that time. And he literally, the video is so disturbing, dragging her out of the car and stabbing and beating her. Yes, it was. It's awful. I mean, he obviously was right behind her and she had no idea and she was as i said did all the right things protective orders realized that wasn't enough and was in a different county trying to get away it's it's awful i mean obviously he's going to face a lot of charges but if she had just met this guy randomly and didn't know and he was tracking her all this time it wouldn't have been a crime and you know we know these people who uh, the de- people who commit domestic violence, it always seems to escalate. And yeah. so if we can stop them and their track sooner, that's good for everybody. Oh, no, that's exactly correct. If you could stop this kind of nonsense even before it happens. Because, you know, the law might end up at the end of the day throwing the book at this guy. But for Millie Park, it might be a long time, uh, Senator, before she knows what a good night's sleep is like. Oh, Oh, absolutely, 100%. And it should never, ever have gotten to that. I mean, that's the sad thing with respect to the protective orders and things. There should have been ways to stop him way before this. And this bill 
is just a very small piece for the next person because there probably will be the next person. But yeah, I I think that's a whole other issue in terms of um, the prosecutors and how they enforce that violation of the protective orders down here in Marion County. Well, listen, it's um, always an ongoing conversation about the violence. So yeah, a 14 inch scar uh, on a woman against her will should never happen to anybody by anybody. Uh, and so you have that, but then the ability to randomly stalk, I mean, he could have Senator, he could have stalked anybody. Let's say he saw a very good looking young lady going into a bar. He could have put a device right. on her car and then ended right. up stalking her. I mean, there's no right. end to this. Right. right. Put it on anybody's car you watch and then you just follow them home and you start to follow their patterns or you slip an air tag into their coat pocket and yep. they don't realize they have it. Because even with the air tags now, if you if you have the same device, an iPhone, it tells you that the Apple air tags on you. But if you have a Google or whatever phone and you don't know, yep. you yep. don't know that someone's even tracking. Yeah, it's it's really quite amazing, disturbing the technology that's available. Well it is. You know, and I know a lot of stuff is fun because hey we can do this and we can do that and I can follow somebody's flight in and I can see where your car is to make sure you're gonna be at the airport on time or and all that's well and good. But, you know, in wrong hands, it can become, you know, with somebody that's got some nefarious intent, it can become a rather ugly thing. And I don't know how we cinch all this in, but if we don't figure it out, we need to do it. Because when left to themselves, uh, Senator, man of his of himself, man and women, um, they're like water. They always seek the lowest common denominator. And, and that's the last people that we need to empower. Exactly. Exactly. So this is a first step to sort of catch up with technology to make sure, you know, people who have bad intentions aren't able to do it. It's a it's a gaping loophole in our law now. And, you know, it's something I certainly was not aware of. No. And, I, and I'm glad to find out. I, and I'll just tell you this. Of all the people I know that I'm glad they found out about it, I'm glad it was you. Because, and I don't mean there's anything against you as a person, because you know I love you, but you're a pit bull. I mean, you're just, you're, you're an absolute pit bull. Uh, two people I never want to have angry with me in this world. Number one, the lovely Mrs. Miller, and the other one is Senator Liz Brown. So, Well, I do have to say, I was surprised when the local uh, reporter uh, reached out to me, because, you know, I don't represent Marion County, obviously, and... Uh, I don't usually work in the criminal law space in terms of legislation, but um, I'm glad he did. And I promised him I would bring a bill, and I did, and I'm confident I'll get a hearing and we'll get this passed. When we get to this next session and all that starts and it starts making its way uh, down the river, can you uh, find a way to get a hold of me again, either by phone or by text, and just let me know so we can keep tracking what you're doing there? Absolutely, absolutely. I I think it'll probably be heard next week in committee. Okay. Uh, and hopefully that will go smoothly. And I don't see any issues with passage, you know, with the full Senate. And then I I would hope, and I'm very confident the House will do the same. Yeah. Well, but let's do this. Uh, let's let's have you contact me. Let's have your husband drop me a line because he's not doing anything anymore. You know. He's <laughs> 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 he's, <laughs> You can't I tell him I said that. Okay. Yeah, and I'll, I'll contact you. <laughs> okay. So, Senator Liz Brown, thank you so very much, and thank you for what you're doing on behalf of this young lady and everybody that needs protection from these kinds of predators. I appreciate it very, very much. Absolutely. We need to worry about our privacy more than ever, and I appreciate it. So thanks for having me on, Pat. A- absolutely. There you go. Senator Liz Brown uh, talking to her, and, and it's, it's important stuff. When I saw her 
uh, at the Right to Life uh, march the other day, and I had just seen the article about what it was she was tracking, I was like, holy cow. I mean, you expect to see this stuff like on 24 and NCIS and the FBI on TV. You don't expect to see this at a Speedway gas station in the Indianapolis area. And this guy cutting her 14 inches down the middle of her sternum. I mean, this is unbelievable to me. This guy should be in jail now for attempted murder. He didn't do this. Just I'm just going to leave a little nick on her so she'll always remember me. No, that's not what this was. That's not what this was. And as I say on occasion on this program, hell is not hot enough for some people. And I think this guy rapidly qualifies. Back with more straight ahead on this Monday. This is Pat Miller on Wobo 1190 AM 107.5 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media.